Sports Walk is back. Watch season two of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, episode 80 of the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, and we have mm-hmm. a guest returning. It's been a while since she's been here. It's our homie. She is social media editor for the DAZN, which a lot of people don't yes. know how they say. Are you saying the zone? Are you saying Dazen? Like, no, you said it right the first time. Everyone says days in. You don't holiday be, in. You do not want to be compared to the days in. Trust me. <laughs> trust people me. are disrespectful. They're disrespectful. But I get it. So it's, it's so correctly it the is zone. the zone. There yeah. we go. So put some respect on the name of the zone. Exactly. Social media editor of the zone. Last time she was up here, she was not the I social not. media editor of the <laughs> that zone. Was, that was episode fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen like, age number. Yeah, and now you come. Yeah. To, now you're back at eighty. Yeah, we're old. And I believe I'm. Not, I don't think I'm incorrect on this. You were the first uh, Latina on this. I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe so. The other yeah. women we had were black. Yeah, that's right. For the most part. Yeah. <laughs> At that time. Yeah. At that so, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So welcome back. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm did good. Did you enjoy your meal? I did. I, I, uh, Erica watched me bust down <laughs> some Word. Dominican food. She's also been I bothering did. me all day. Before I... Got, got here. No, she hasn't. She's been bothering me. All She's asking legitimate we've been, questions. We've been at the. We we were at the Deontay Wilder press conference earlier. I was literally sitting right next to him. He was like, "Can you move?" Because I just sprawled out. Because I was have I had my book bag in front of me and my camera was in there. Uh huh. And he's like, "You know, why are you all on top of me?" I'm like, "Because this dude over here, I'm, I'm practicing." Wait, I didn't say that. You did. No, I didn't. That sounds like something you would you, say. You would. <laughs> and I remember, I told you I should just make out with my with my neighbors because <laughs> the guy on the <laughs> guy on the left was like, this. "You're engaged. Relax." First of all, <laughs> no. She's just saying how people are all up in this space. Why you not go there? And then, and then, chairs. and then, what happened was uh, Dominic Brazil did his uh, media availability. We came back. My seat was gone because somebody took it, which I expected. That's why I took my bag because I don't trust any of these people. And then we were standing off to the side. You never know. And then Erica, the entire time we were standing there watching the press conference, Erica was like, "Yeah, I shouldn't have came to this." The entire time. <laughs> Damn. She was like, that yeah. bad? She was like, yeah, this is It boring. started super late, too. I mean, it got, it got intense because, you know, Deontay is basically saying that he's going to kill. But that, we don't care about that today. We're talking about some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, We're being positive. But I'm just basically saying that she was just trying to get out of there. And uh, yeah, that's basically how our day started, and now we're here. So and we're all tired. We're all tired, but we all got energy for this podcast. Yes, then yeah. after this, we're all going Absolutely. to sleep. All go- uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to well, right, cereal for dinner. So. Cereal for dinner. Yeah, it's uh, late. What's your cereal ready. choice? Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Okay, Frosted Flakes is strong. Okay, you didn't, yeah. you, you didn't come with anything whack like Fruit Loops. Sorry, Fruit Loops. You don't like Fruit Loops? Good. No, I don't like Fruit Loops. You like Apple Jacks? No. Really? Rice Krispies. I do love Rice Krispies. It's my favorite. Okay, what's Me your no- too. Wait, wait, wait. No, we favorite. stay here. What's your number one cereal? Number one. Uh, Right now, still Rice Krispies. <laughs> really? I love Rice Krispies. They get soggy too quick. It's nah. so good. Nah, man, so good. Mm, I like them, but they get so I I I I probably go frosted flakes. Okay, here's the, here's the thing that people cinnamon toast crunch is up there. I'm gonna ask you guys. Oh, I'm gonna ask you guys because both you were all in, around or close to the Caribbean Sea where our people yes. are from. Okay, uh, <laughs> when you have your cereal, cold milk or warm milk? Cold, but cold. my parents do warm. I do warm too. See that that's, that's definitely that's definitely a West Indian Latino thing. That's definitely that you do cold milk. I do cold, but I don't mind warm. No, uh, I'm not strong on thing. So like, my, yeah, yeah, like. Other people I but tell they you, find warm. But do weird. you like heat up the milk or do you just wait for it? To no, my no, I heat up the milk. Up. Heat okay. up the milk. No, I don't soap. do. Don't wait for it to get warm. I got time for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm hungry. Like, just wait for it to be cold. No, you put it on the stove. I try yeah. not to eat cereal as much these days. I don't eat cereal as much though, so that's another thing too. Also well, underrated. Yeah. Also underrated. Bootios. What? Yo, I remember that. <laughs> I don't like the name of that. <laughs> The wrestler cereal. Cereal. Yes. No, I, it's, 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 yes. It's an actual box of cereal box. with the new day. They're called Bootios and yeah, they, don't, they don't taste bad. I'm telling you. Bootios it's a real box. That's, somebody needs to clip that. Bootios, they don't taste bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They, or the, the tagline was Bootios. The graphic too. They make sure you ain't booty. <laughs> that was the tagline. That's they, pretty bad. They make sure you ain't booty. That, and you put that in your mouth. 
Great. It was. It was. It was all right. Okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pause. Erica, uh, how how are things um, at the zone? And like, explain to people what you're doing right now yeah. uh, as social media editor. For sure. So I'm doing the bilingual social media editing, and I've been there almost a year. So it's crazy how time flies by. Yeah. So, wow. That's crazy. You know, yeah, because you she you got there around the same time Dexter got to Accuate. I think. Yeah, I, I think I had already been in a, a couple of weeks, and the last time exactly. I saw you, had just got the job or exactly. about to get the job. About to get the job, and I was, yeah. and I was oh, complaining look to at you. I'm like, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Why don't they just email me back? Yes, like, you, did, you didn't have back. it yet. I remember, and I was like, Yo, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Yeah. And I was like, I hope she gets it. Because I remember because. Because I remember because we were at the U.S. Open also, and yes. this is when <clears throat> this is when everything when all I just started. started yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is like right after. And I'm just like, why am I doing this to myself? I, again, complaining <clears throat> to him about doing too much in a day, and I gotta just learn. Everybody a complains to me. I'll stop doing this to yourself, but whatever. You Hopefully gotta take time to relax. Out. So you're handling exactly. all the social media stuff for them. Oh, bilingual. So I'm bilingual. Just, whatever Spanish you see is 100 percent me, 100 percent of the time. Nice. How how, yeah. how have you liked that experience? Honestly, so far? like I've told you guys, I'm really really happy that at least I get creative freedom. So. Mm-hmm. I could potentially curse, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> now people are gonna be watching you. Like, I mean, see exactly. that, but like it's 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 boxing. Like why not? But you know if like I mean? if you think about it, like what Canelo said the other um, a couple of weeks ago, rather to Daniel Jacob. Yeah. You know, basically cursed them out. So I'm like, damn. Do we use the clip? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put that out there. But uh, ESPN Boxeo, they had a really really funny way of putting it. So they put they put three words three letters of the word and then they kind of like put the asterisk and all the other kind uh, of characters and I'm like oh that's clever that was clever exactly so you still got it out there get the context exactly. and can see what it is okay so that that, that yeah. makes sense how do you the, now the, the zone is sort of bringing boxing and combat sports yeah. primarily for now we know we're getting into other stuff baseball too they got uh, their baseball, baseball. They're really yeah. into baseball I've heard, I've heard some rumors of doing, trying to get into some stuff with soccer football as well too well with the zone Canada they have Champions yeah. League Champions is, League yeah it blew up my, co- my that's colleague that's Dexter's thing right there yeah, yeah. 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 like Champions League oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. never knew you were a soccer a big, guy my, my, my football. T- football my team my team <laughs> my team Liverpool is going to be in the, in the Champions League final on June 1st June 1st right? yeah it's totally changing the way we're consuming sports, but I think it's still going to take forever to get there because people are still so used to turning on the TV. And then the older mm. population at the same time, we're kind of forgetting about those that are, what, 52 and over mm-hmm. who are used to calling up for pay-per-view or just pressing a button and ordering on their TV. Yeah. So they're like, what is the zone? How do we get it? And it's like, do a simple Google search, thezone.com or zone in Google, and it'll tell you, one, two, three steps of how to sign up. So I think that we can't forget about that generation either. So hmm. we also have, like, I feel like even with John Skipper, like, he's very much a brilliant mind, regardless of what happened with ESPN, how he left. That has nothing to do with it. But he brings so much to the table that it's like, it's a lot of promising ideas. And he was involved in so many projects yes. with ESPN. Yeah. So imagine what he can do with DAZN. So you're, you're very excited about the future of that. Yeah. I, I am. I think it's very interesting what they're doing and what other sports they will get into. Yeah. Obviously, I do think Champions League and on well, they, the Canadian they, market they, is well, huge. Well, they they want you guys want pretty much a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like I like it's like from what I've heard and from what it seems like they're doing, it seems like you know the zones trying to compete soon for like NFL rights and NBA rights. I wouldn't and try be to surprised if like you that. guys see honestly. Like obviously, we don't know anything right now, and yeah. we're probably mm-hmm. gonna be the last ones to find out. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have NBA or NFL in the near future. Yeah, I see. The, like That's you huge. can you can that see the huge. you can yeah. see the aggression. One two exactly they, the, the the zone is not new either. No. This is new to no. us as Americans. I yeah. hate calling us Americans, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, I get but, it. Yeah, but especially now, specifically now. But uh, overseas, like in Europe, mostly, or in, in places Jap- like we're, in, now we're in eight territories. We just launched Brazil the other day, right? Wow. So like they like that's been going on. It's just now they're just trying to do it here, and you know. I think it's yeah. great because it's open and it, it, it brings stuff to a lot of people. Or like you guys are doing with the Champions League in Canada, exactly. there's no, um, you know, there's no TV football rights there, or I, I don't believe there are, but like at least you guys can do it there because Bleacher Report's got the rights here. I had and no Turner. clue about that. So yeah. yeah, I've been watching a lot of the games through that, but like you can now. How the is Canadians, that membership exactly? Do you have to pay for it monthly as well? 
Well, all, no, you can. I think you can watch it free on there, but Turner has all the games, so it's, it'll oh, be on TNT so you have like or a TBS. Yeah, you have it on there, so you can watch it there. So, like, I have YouTube TV, so like, I've watched all the Liverpool Champions League. Sometimes I have it on while I'm working on my phone or whatever, and I'll watch it. So, like, th- that's kind of why I like what the zone is doing because there are ways for people really? to, to get that. Sports, yeah, exactly. consume yeah. sports. It's, and it's, without a cable subscription, which is always yeah. nice Even too. Even better, yeah. Yep. And it's I interesting because it's like with. Now everyone's doing that, right? ESPN Plus, they have mm-hmm. their app set up. The Zone has theirs. Like now, we're kind of going that way where everything is just digital yeah. and with apps and getting rid of not getting rid of TV, but getting rid of cable. Yeah. So, how do you think working at the Zone? How do you think that affects sort of how people are consuming sports now? I think honestly, like you just said, it's just the digital wave is just here, and I think that's something that we can't ignore it anymore. Like I consider myself an old soul. Like I just downloaded Spotify the other day. And it's because okay, you're my- wait. How were you consuming your music? Yeah, right. I've just been downloading. You still been down? So I don't. I don't want. Go ahead. Okay. T- t- I'll, t- I'll tell you. Jeff's after. Go ahead. <laughs> so you just you just went to a streaming service the other the day. The only reason why, because I'm just like, oh, I don't know how this works. But then it's like, but I'm that's stubborn. But here's the thing. But that's what a lot of people are doing with the zone. My dad, like my dad, is like that. He's like, like when uh, Canelo was gonna fight Jacobs. He's like, how the hell are we gonna watch this? You know what I'm saying? Like but he he couldn't really figure it out. Been educating people he really didn't. And, mm-hmm. and, and, so it also falls on the yeah. He's an older dude. I agree too. with that. He's an older dude too. But it's yeah. like I think that with him, you know, and a lot of people from that generation, as you mentioned, which you know, those are the median age he's of what? a lot he's of base. Fifty-five base. plus, your dad? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna give his age out there, but you know, uh, because <laughs> what's going to happen? Is he on Tinder? People gonna know his age. <laughs> Yeah, is he is he catfishing people on Tinder? <laughs> anyway, with the Snapchat filter. That wasn't a no, but okay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what you asked me. Never mind. I'm just gonna overlook that. Uh, but you know, we like know where the, you live. like the median age, like the median age of baseball fans is old, or as Dan yeah, Lebatar, or as Dan Lebatar says, death. <laughs> so it's like those, you know, those people are not, you know, especially with you guys have MLB change up on the zone. They're not gonna. They're probably not consuming that. Or yeah, at least they don't know how to. Exactly. So that's where it's like it's kind of interesting. But that's more tailor made. Like everything we're seeing now is sort of geared towards the next five years. Like I feel like the zone at ESPN Plus and everybody's just trying to get ahead of the game. I right think now. I think beyond that, you know, too. I think the thing you're saying with streaming, like I didn't. I think I've had my Apple Music membership for I think uh, about three years now. I've been okay. doing it, but you know, at first I was still downloading and it everything. Should come with our phones, but whatever. Yeah, Apple Music is. Whatever. And, you know, but when you think of when you think about the service you pay for okay. nine ninety nine or whatever a month or whatever you pay for your stream, five ninety nine, whatever you pay for your streaming service, it's not bad for all the access to music that That's you get. True. And you can listen to it at any time. It's nice because it actually the one thing I actually liked about it, I was resistant at first, it allows you to really go back and listen to like older stuff. Like I've been able to go back and listen to some like classic albums my parents told me about or they oh, had yeah. on vinyl that okay. I haven't really gotten listened to. Yeah. So I'll do that from time to time with some old jazz albums that I haven't really gotten to. So I appreciate that. Okay. You know what I thought of recently too? I was like, yo, why did like I understand that we have everything on basically one device now. And I'm holding up a cell phone for those not watching the podcast. But why don't we still have like iPods? Because for me, I would think that they do I, have iPods, but I see a lot of kids with them. But for me, I think that's probably why some parents get them. But the reason why I would like it is because I would kind of like, like, not that I don't want my music on my phone because it's convenient, but I would like my music on one device just so then if I'm working on stuff, I don't have to like look at my phone and then check the music and then check I this app and then check way. this app. I would yeah. just kind of like one device to have my music on so then I could be productive in other ways. That's interesting. I, I used to. Do I that. thought of this yesterday. I, I've thought. Like, of, I was like, "Yo, why don't like?" I thought about I that like, before, I but I don't feel like it affects my productivity at all. Like now, I think about it, I, I kind of understand what you're saying because I used to feel that way too. Yeah. Maybe I've gotten used to it. It doesn't mean, but I understand the feeling that you're saying. You're also not on social media as much. As like I am, for example. Yeah, I have a life. So maybe, <laughs> so do I. But you also have a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I have a, a life. And, Not saying that people have no kids have a life. And basically a wife. Yeah. So it's like, basically yeah. A no, wife. you know what? It, you, you know what? I tell them this all the time too, and this is a good discussion because you use social media for what you do. I just don't have the energy and time to tell everybody everything about what I'm doing. Agreed. I will share certain things and certain chunks and segments Agreed. and there's certain things i may put more personal in my life than i do okay. i don't put a lot of personal stuff out on twitter occasionally you will you'll see the picture like i had the other day with my exactly. daughter for the you, draft for yeah. the draft maybe you'll get something like that i pretty much just share my work i let that speak for itself y'all do what you want some of y'all on twitter not saying brian some of y'all on twitter <laughs> be doing too much yeah. that's a whole nother story yeah. but yeah <laughs> i'd be chilling brian. it's funny because i had a conversation like 
I'm sorry, because this is going to sound like a name drop. But I had a conversation with Iron Eagle about this stuff. And he said that he was at the point. Dropping names. Hold on, hold on. He said that he was, okay, at, he was at the point. He was at the point on Twitter where, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Uh, but he was at the point where, like, they asked him. They approached him. And they were like, yo, do you want to do this? And he was like, nah, I like my personal life. They asked him if he wanted to do a Twitter account. He was like, nah. Yeah, nah. Whereas, you know, somebody like. If I were in that position, or if I was like a young broadcaster at the time, or the young broadcaster, they would basically tell them like, "Yo, you have to get on Twitter." Yeah. But when you're, he at, has a luxury of saying no. Yes. Because when you're at that level, level, he doesn't. You know what I mean? Yet. Like, Wait, yeah. Who are we talking about again? I'm Eagle. Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Nets play by play guy for yes. Uh, Nets okay, and, okay. and and just general NBA TNT play stuff by play guy okay. college also. Yeah. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need to. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Yeah. I mean. I'm not sure we all need. That's a whole other story. I'm not going to go down to, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, um, but I, think, I understand I think, what that is. I, like I, like I, just like you, I pretty much for the most part use it for work. That's okay. really that's kind of really with Erica me. does pretty much the same thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I enjoy I like I enjoy some things other people feel like I enjoy when Erica's like, yo, I just got off the train and the Mets just yeah, blew another game. Stuff like that. Like, I'm laughing because yeah, because yeah, well, it you like, up a lot there. <laughs> yeah, but I think y'all would agree. It's like you don't want people having too much access to you. Because we're look, the robots are already coming, fam. Like we're we're already at the point here. where we're already at the point where they they you know pe- the uh like all these devices they have our eyes, our ears, our data, and all this our stuff, and our data is being sold without us knowing about it. It's depressing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's depressing. All right, so the zone <laughs> the zone's doing good stuff. Uh, yeah. Did you get a chance to check out the NBA draft lottery the Ooh! other night? I did. I was watching it. You was watching it. Yes. So let's go. You got all your Knicks gear on. I've been waiting for this. I got the Knicks gear on. For this. I put the Knicks gear on about half an hour before the draft. I got my daughter in some Knicks gear as well, too. I was ready. Was Marjorie wearing it, too? Or no. No. Let me, let me, no. Let me tell you. She's Celtics fan. Let me so tell no. you something. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I was in the MSG offices today, obviously, because we were doing the show. Uh, yep. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Monday, Thursday. Uh, nice plug. <laughs> yeah. Nice plug. But I was in there. I was. I was. I was telling people like, "Yo, this is this is great. Like, you, this is great for those who missed it. Nick's got the third pick. It's fine." Yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is still great for you guys. I agree. You're gonna get a perennial All Star. Whether it's John Morant, whether it's R.J. Barrett, you're gonna get arguably, yeah. arguably the best player in the draft when it's all said and done." Arguably, I hope. Here's the thing. This is what I'm going to say. I I'm still a, believe that. That's not a knock on Zion Williamson at all, because he look great talent. We've never yeah. seen him before, but I think people are like the the hype is out of control. Where I think we're the losing. <laughs> yeah, we're losing sight of like, yo, John Morant is yeah. really good, and he's no, also like a point him. guard in a point guard driven league. He's going to be a point guard, a point guard driven league. He's going to be a smooth version of Russell Westbrook. R.J. Barrett, I can't quite put a player to his comparison yet, but he's going to be really good. I think so. So here's what yeah. I'll say. Before this draft, I was extremely Hopeful. excited, nervous, had okay. a very long day, decided <laughs> to I, – I really wanted the number one pick. I wanted it. There is some footage, which I may include in this in this podcast. There's footage <laughs> of my reaction when the, no. No, oh, when the pick was announced. You gave her the phone? You it, gave her the phone? The, yes. it, it does exist. Yes. Footage exists of my reaction. Put it reaction. right here. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much fell over onto the floor feeling somewhat exasperated that he didn't get it. Now, here's what here, I'm surprised at that. I, you're not okay. one of these Zion hype beasts. Here, but here's the thing. But I just I, I want us to have a winning moment. I wanted yeah. that, right? To like, potentially trade it for Anthony Davis. Or whatever we did. I just wanted to win it. Exactly. Okay. We haven't seen much winning but in 20 years. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you still won. But here's the Look thing. Fe- you could be Phoenix I, or Chicago. That, that, that's where I was about to go. Okay. Uh-huh. When the Knicks, when they, the, more, the more nervous thing for me to watch was the announcement of the fifth pick ah. because I was so nervous that we would have <laughs> fell out of the top four. So once I saw that they got to the top four, I felt a lot better. You breathe. I breathe. And then when they announced the Lakers at four, I felt a little bit better. Like, and, but then right. I got nervous because I was like, I hope they don't announce the Knicks at three. Whoa. And they did. And I got, but then I thought about it for a while. When you really, if this and is I my, texted you too. These are the Knicks fans. And it kind of goes to what Brian's saying. Let's think about it this way. So okay. I was at first, I was like, oh, we didn't get it. But then I thought about it a little bit. And I calmed down. And trust me, a, <laughs> draft, a draft lottery is not going to ruin my it's week true. or year like it, some people. It would have if you fell to four or five. No disrespect to anyone. It wouldn't have ruined my year. Life goes on. There's well, a lot not of Not your things. year. Yeah. But I'm saying you would have. That, now that would have hurt more. That That's I would have understood. If you go from one to four. But I, to me, I told you, I think there's three perennial all-stars. Now. You have to look at it this way. Uh-huh. The Knicks had a 14% chance of landing the topic. And it was a three-way tie. That so, was crazy. Right. Yeah, Which right. means yeah. it was an 86% chance that they wouldn't even get 
uh, excuse me, a top four pick, that he wouldn't even get a top four pick. The odds were greater that they would fell, uh, fell yeah. out like Cleveland and Phoenix did than the Knicks actually staying. So if you look at the fact that you can stay in the top four, I if agree. you get to that point, that is a win. Mm-hmm. I agree. And wherever you fall in there, you kind of have to be like, okay, now, Brian, I was high on, I'm not super high on Zion. Okay. I'm not. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah. I do like John Morant a lot. Same. I've been doing some research. I'm conflicted on how I feel about R.J. Barrett, but I do think his game will translate. Where did he go to? Duke. He went to Duke. Okay. Him too? Yes. Okay. I do think his game will translate better to the NBA than it did in college. Yeah. And I think he'll be able to flat out score. Do I think the Knicks will have a good pick with him at three? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do I think that people should be mad that the Knicks got the third pick? No. There's been a Definitely lot of good not. people who have been picked with the third pick. Yeah. Okay? A lot of Michael people, Jordan. Michael Jordan was picked with the third I pick. I'm not saying he's going to be that, boy. Rebecca Harlow tweeted that. She's like, don't forget Jordan was picked at three. And I'm like, oh, that's James right. Harden was picked at three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, There's a lot of people look, you can granted, go through. Granted, there hasn't, like... They're not Chris all. Paul. They're not all good at three. Do you think? But they're not all. I think Chris Paul. Uh, Darren Williams was third. I think he was before Chris. Paul. Oh, was he? Yeah, Chris Paul's fourth. So. Regardless, Darren was Williams is really good. Do you good. think we're putting too but. much value on one, two, three? Like, do you think this yes. t- top ten yeah. doesn't even cut it these days? Here, here's why I say yes. The best player that came out of the draft last year, who I said all along was the best player, Luka Doncic, number three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what here's why. Look, when you get the pick, and the t- your team is the pick. Front office, you know what I think? Go get me the best guy that can help this team. That's all I care about. I said that back in 2015 when the Knicks drafted Porzingis. I actually liked Porzingis. I thought they should have picked him with four. I'm glad they did. I thought he was the best talent they could get at that spot. Just get That's what I care about. Go get me the best guy that fits the team. And and another thing that I was telling Dexter, too, I was like, yo, John Morant, R.J. Barrett, whoever it is, and it looks like it's going to be R.J. Barrett as of now, but whoever it is, that's the best player that you have right now on your team. Either way, you're getting, you're drafting the best player. Like they're better than Kevin. I'm fine Knox, with that. Better than Mitchell Robinson. Like you yeah. have a building block. Then if you go, you know, if you do the Kevin Durant and Kyrie or Kemba thing, I, I mean, you're in business. I, I like, think. I think the point you're making, Erica, questioning that we do place too much value on it. Because I'm a Spurs fan. I haven't. I have. I don't know what this is. Really, like you I'm are. Yeah, you didn't know this. I didn't know you. Did I, you not watch the episode of the Sports Walk? I don't remember. I'm offended that yeah. so many people think I'm a Knicks fan. No, I no watched offense. the episode. That's why I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, no we talked about that. You're a Spurs fan. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We talked. Congrats about. on getting uh, whatever pick. You what? Got. How did you feel about this year with the Spurs? It was a very interesting uh, year for you guys. Damn. All right. Now let's Honestly, go back to the Knicks. We should have just fell out. That was a good reaction. Yeah. Just, oh, damn. All right. But I've, but I've been spoiled. Like, I've had five yeah, championships. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm pitying good. you. So you're five good. Five championships. In Come high on, school, man. when people were complaining, I'm you just had like, Tim well, yeah. I won. <laughs> hey. And you were born in 88, so that means you beat the Knicks in the 99 finals and you were 11. Come on, man. I was in fifth grade, yeah. So, yeah but I don't really remember you. it, but I remember oh. my brother cheering. I wish I had that so, much. I wish I had that much success. I now you understand why I wanted to win like the lottery. Exactly, we, we well, want shit. Well, but the, I was really happy. <laughs> no, but, well, I, but the day we're recording this is the anniversary—I forget what year, maybe twenty-year anniversary of Allen Houston's game winner against the Miami oh, Heat. One of oh, the yeah? great moments of I remember what I—I I literally yelled and ran out of my house. Yeah, you were teenage Dex. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yo, and here's the teenage thing that I said. <laughs> Sounds like a bad show. I know. <laughs> People are already complaining about the show Dexter. And I Alan, haven't seen it. Well, Alan Houston, it's is, bad. Alan it's Houston bad. is on my list of players who uh from the nineteen nineties and two thousands who would have been way better in this decade. Mm. In this uh in this era, rather. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, overall, overall I'm not yeah. upset as you many, still might have the best no, player in the exactly. draft. Exactly. As three, many people five. may think, I think the Knicks fans who are upset they need to calm down. I think the media that's always like, this is a great loss for the Knicks. Shut up. It's not they're a great loss. How is it a great loss when you had an eighty six percent chance of not being in the top four? I agree. But you know or not it, getting the number one pick but you know I should what say. it is Sorry. you know what it is? It's just I've just always noticed this too uh, the Knicks are just super easy to pick on, especially when like you have a bunch of Nick fans. And they provide ratings. Too. Yeah, That's exactly why. Especially like when you have a yeah. bunch of Nick fans going viral for their reactions. I'm pretty sure a bunch of them knew that they were going to go viral and they just wanted to try and go viral. But I think because they're so easy to pick on, just people just sensationalize it in that way. You know, people like and we love Stephen A. Smith up here, but Stephen A. Smith's reaction doesn't help. 
But I get it. No. He's kind of. It's kind of. I thought the, his reaction before the draft was hilarious. Though. It's kind of the super. He was praying. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I thought it was hilarious. But his is kind of. But his his reaction is kind of the super extreme version to what you're saying in terms of like he just wanted the Knicks to win something. I get that, but I understand that feeling from Knicks fans. I get that yeah. feeling. Like you just want to feel like you've the won something, right. and this but, could be a starter. I'm a Mets fan. I understand. But, but here's, we'll get to that in right. a second. And here's and here's what I yeah we're gonna get to another New York team in this area too. That's uh I don't know what they're. It has to be blue and orange. Yeah, and I'm about to be done with them. We're gonna get to. That. No, the other one's green and white. Yeah, I know. We're gonna get to that. Oh soon. my god, the yeah. Jets, that's right. Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't give it away, Erica. Damn. I'm trying to be subtle. Uh I'm joking though. I wasn't being subtle at all. But here's the thing. It's out of control today. But but here's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, you if you you could have wanted and had Zion or maybe make the trade, but it's like you you still we don't know. All right, yeah. we don't know who's gonna be the best player when all is said and done. But yeah. NBA wise, man, I've always I've told you this last year. I was like, I've always liked RJ Barrett as being the best player in the draft. You've said this for a while, kind of the way I was on Doc, so I'm gonna trust his gut yeah, on this th- one. I mean, like, yo, th- look, Zion's been better than I thought he was at Duke, but I still don't see him doing that to that level in it's the NBA. NBA. I okay. still think he's gonna be very good. We'll see. But I'm like Look, just get the get get the right guy in here. I agree. That's all yeah. I care. Get yeah. me the right guy. I think people maybe thought the Knicks rant was coming. That's not where my rant is this week. Mm. My rant this week is to fans <laughs> of the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not sitting this one out. You're a Nets fan? No, he's not a Nets nope. fan. Nope. He just I covers just, the I team. Just, I just covered the team on Nets Day. Like I, noticed, I, I noticed after the Knicks got their third pick, there is, and this is something, I was, and we can speak on this because we are all Mets fans. Yeah. Okay? So, we hanging on. are Mets fans, and we understand that in this town, in New York City, the Yankees have always been the top team. Yeah. They've yeah. always been the team. Yeah. We've kind of always Except been the— you think in the 80s it was a more— Yeah, it was I, a Mets I, town. I was, a Mets. I was very young, but many people say that I was, was not even. Town. I was not even in my dad's balls in the 80s, so we're not talking Thanks. about the 80s. I'm sure Thanks. you were. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, maybe now we can figure out your dad's age. <laughs> I'm not going to review my dad's okay. age. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, anyway. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. So we're all, we're all Mets fans here. We understand the sort of little brother complex that might yes. exist. That also probably exists with the Giants and Jets. It exists in other towns and the Clippers and exactly. Lakers. Rangers, Islanders. That kind of thing yeah. exists. Nets and Knicks. The Knicks have two championships, NBA championships. The Nets have none. The Nets. <laughs> Zero. Fans who I've covered for Nets Daily for years, and I know nothing but really positive Nets fans, but some of the stuff that's coming out of Nets Nation that I see on Twitter, it's disgusting me. (laughs) It's disgusting me. What was that? People are happy that the Knicks got the third pick. How pitiful are you that your misery, your happiness is connected to another team losing? Like, I think if you're doing that, you're losing, okay? I agree. I think you're losing if you're so connected to another team not getting the number one pick. I agree. Because now I saw somebody quote that now the Nets don't have to worry about the Knicks getting supremacy in this town. Let's hold this for a second. It's I'm going to say, as town. the one team I root for who's actually in the bigger brother position here, the and Knicks— a billion dollars, yes, whatever. The Knicks will always be the bigger team. And I'm going to say I something agree. to Nets fans. It's amazing how much you think about us and Knicks fans and want to see us in pain. We don't think about you. <laughs> we don't ever that, think about you. That is ever. true. Though. That is true, though. Like, that's true. Ever. Yeah. That We're is. not thinking. I'm not even sitting there like, man, I hope the Nets. I hope the Nets. I root for the Nets too well. You know why? There, One, there are Knicks fans that root for the Nets that I, I know about. I have no problem with the Nets. Mm-hmm. They, I'm from Brooklyn. This they wear Brooklyn on their chest. Yeah. I want Brooklyn to always look good. I don't want them to look bad. Why are y'all so mad at the Knicks? What Knicks do to y'all? <laughs> like, really, why are y'all so mad it's at the Knicks? Fans. And you can't be putting out stories about this, too. This can't happen. <laughs> you you, can't you put be, them on blast. Yeah, no, you, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't put this out. And you're just sitting there laughing and smiling. You can't do it. I'm like, yeah, I mean. Uh, and and you, uh, this will be clipped, and all of y'all going to see this. <laughs> Like no, and you could bring the smoke because I'm ready for the smoke. But I already sent the smoke, and you and y'all are done. <laughs> Damn straight. Like no, but uh, but I, I do I do see a lot of that though. I it's do, corny. I do see a lot. It's so why? Like I, like uh, I just I do see a lot of that where Nets fans are trying to compare themselves to the Knicks in places where it's not really necessary. Erica, have you as a Mets fan? Do you care? I, I I used to be like this. I used to be the Yankee hater. Then I stopped caring. It don't matter what the Same. Yankees do. It doesn't affect only my team. The, only during the Subway series. Like my, I'm, right. I'm still ignorant. But I don't really give a damn about the team. If anything, oh. I laugh. It's not like the two teams but are rivals like, <laughs> either. Right. The two like the, We saw that. Aaron part. Boone. Yeah. <laughs> I we, laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. We saw right. that potentially happening when the Nets first moved 
to New York and oh, the teams the basketball are at least, side. where the teams right. were at least pretty good, but to be honest yeah. with you, it's not really much of a rivalry. It's right. Like it's just, when we lost the World Series, which I'm still I'm, I'll, I'll be over it in a few years. But <laughs> I saw so many Yankee fans trying to get at me. And I'm just yeah. like, I will fight all of you. I don't understand that even on their end, too. See, this is like, why I can't be attached to you in this way. Why are you ridiculing? I think it's the, oh, it's only the Mets that I have a really, really soft spot for. And I don't you know do. why. I still, no, I still have but I don't understand those Mets, Yankees but. fans, like, why they even care about exactly. the Mets. Like, why it makes no so sense to me either. Right. I'll just be honest. I don't care. I focus vice, on what my team does. Yeah. I don't really care what else Yeah, do. and vice versa. It's like, it's it's sports fandom, so I feel like you should just root for your team and just, that's it. Yeah, but see, those people, I, I'm kind of, those Nets fans and other people who think like this, I'm calling out. I wonder how much y'all worry about other people in life. You're so yeah. worried about a team that has no effect <laughs> on what your team does. You must just worry about it's everybody true. else in life. They're not going to like that, but it's true. You walk, oh, what's, what's this person going to do? What? Are they, no. My Focus business. on you. I could take this to a whole other discussion, but I don't want to link the two things. So I'm we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That, that annoyed me, <laughs> and I'm just like, if you're living for to see another team's demise. I agree. Or... To see them get the third pick in the draft or the first pick in the draft, and that excites you, right? Especially, yo, check yourself. You have mental problems. Check yourself. Well, especially if you're a Nets fan right now and things are going good, why not just focus on? Yeah. Like, it's not like the Nets suck right now. No, I watched the Nets in the playoffs. I never sat there once. I was like, damn man, yo, I wish, I wish the Nets sucked. Yeah. Why? This is this. Why is, would I do that? This is Same. the team where they're in their best position in. Probably since they've moved even to when they exactly. did, even when they did it's suck. Been like seven yeah. years since they I never was like, man, oh, so happy the Nets are sucking. But some of these folks are reveling in the Knicks being the having the worst record in you NBA. Know what that reminds me of it reminds me of Mets fans rooting for the Phillies during the two thousand nine. I didn't series. understand that. That, that logic, I didn't. Yeah. I was like, Yo, nope. Who I, dropped I, you on your head? I don't say, yo, you can't. I, I don't think you could root for a team in there. That scenario. I kept in New York. I'm a hometown. I had a My city all day. Yeah, I'm a roof in the Yankees I didn't root for the Phillies. I didn't root for anybody. I'm do that. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah, nope. Sorry. My brother's a Yankee fan. He's like, oh, you're not going to root for the Yankees? I'm like, man, you got 26 of them shits already. So then you did root. So you were mad. No, you were mad. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm mad, though. But I ain't rooted for the Phillies either. I wasn't mad. How you take you take that as anger? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm 26. If you tell somebody, what is you got 26? If you say, yeah, you if got you bring up the rings, then you remember did. That, yeah. that was that was what year was that? 09? 2009. That was 15 year old Brian. So sounds a lot like 25 year old Brian. <laughs> yeah, he's so I don't like angry. either of y'all. You're not <laughs> brand like, new. Uh, now. And, 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 and things that we could legitimately be mad about. I feel no. like all of us. Are, are, you, are you a Jets fan? No, I'm a Giants fan. You're actually a Giants Oh, so you've been living a good life. I have been. And you probably, see, so you're not mad. You don't care about what the Jets do. But, you're not thinking about but them. But I also and, have and a soft you know, spot for them. But I'm just like, what the hell happened this past week? Look, <laughs> and you know where I am. I'm a former Jet fan. <laughs> and, and, you were? Wait, yes. How do you was, divorce the team is something I've been curious about. Oh, someone, well, let Brian someone talk Someone divorced the oh, Orioles and, and, on my look, feet a Do you think you could ago. never divorce a team? I don't yes, think you so. can. Absolutely. Why? I don't they're, think you'll never truthfully do it. Yeah, you could. They're organizations. Who cares? I don't think like, it's an honest. They're organizations. No. So you think you should be married to the teams for life? I think so. I kind of used to think this way, but I've got off that thinking. Yeah. But I used like, to like I used to think you got to be loyal to your team. No. What remember, the, what remember, the, what, remember, what I always I say. What I always say. Loyalty is overrated in some cases. I agree. So. Also, what if it's an abusive relationship? Right. Like the Mets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, are you, are you fine with taking these years of abuse from this team? Like, I'm not, I'm like, how about this? I haven't been to City Field on purpose, and I'm just like, I don't want to go back, but I do want to go back, and I'm like, So you you're kind of like me, where I'm like, I'm not going to give you my money. See, them, but yeah, see, them, yeah. the Mets actually exactly. haven't been run poorly in, like, the last five years. I know. So exactly. I have no problem supporting them. I actually, they've been run pretty well. Right. You yeah. might not have had the results Especially you wanted. Exactly. See, that's the thing as a I'm fan. I'm less of a Mets fan now, though, than when I was before, but I think that's part of just working in this industry. See, I, think, I don't think so. See, so for me, I think it is. My my thing my, is, my stuff started, with the Jets though when you is started not. Started in sports because you were a fan. I feel like you never stopped being. I a agree. Fan. I see. I happen to agree no, with but, you on that. No, 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 no. Because when you're no. just in the closet, like people didn't know that I was a Spurs fan, which I like. I don't. Yeah, I don't. If I cover you know? certain teams, I'm not going to feel the same way about them. I'm really not. I'm legitimately not. We talked to Marley Rivera about this, and she said the same thing. I agree partially with yeah. that. My thing is, I think that covering sports changes your perspective and how you look at sports and the whole thing. So, for example, that goes to the point where I'm saying I don't get as emotionally invested in things, but I'm never going to stop acting like I'm not a no, Nick fan. I think, fan. I think it I, also depends on the cynicism of the individual. I'm a look. I'm a Knicks fan. 
I'm not. I don't know Papa Hyde. It doesn't make me any less credible of a journalist. I'm a Mets fan, a Jets fan. Even though I might get off that with Brian, and I have good reason to get off. Oh, that. oh to answer your question, 2014. Well, well, 2014 happened, and I was just like, oh. yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I, it's funny. I was like, All the years have been mushed together with just what happened in 2014. 2014. No, 2014. Well, that was the last year of Itzik, I think. But 2014 was when. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. Well, uh, Michael Vick got there. No, no, no. It was. I was still. I was still there. 2014. Geno Smith, Michael Vick, Geno yeah. Smith. 2015 was where I was done. That was right because Geno Smith didn't get an opportunity. No, no, no. Because no, the every I saw how everybody was rooting for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then I saw like the racism in a lot of Jet fans that I know, which is a problem. Wait, so that's what pushed you away? Jet fans being racist? Yeah, I'm, not, oh. I'm like I'm not gonna root. For, just... I'm not gonna root for a team with y'all. I'm out of here. Hey, and then I was look, like, look, and man. then at the same time, look, remember, and this and this and this was around the same time where a lot of things started coming up about football that was highly problematic. And then Colin Kaepernick was the very next year or the year after or something like that. Next year. And all that. And then I was just like, I me, I don't even care about football the way that I used to. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Look, we're in America. There's racist room for every team. Yeah. There's racist. The but I, I don't I don't root for any team, though. So I'm I'm good. You're good. I I guess I root for I root you got, for, it don't matter. You I root I root for Brian. There's racist, I root for the Ain't Hard race, to Tell podcast. There's racist, I root for Dexter Henry. I appreciate I root that. for Erica. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I don't really root that, for yeah, sports. That's teams. fine. You know what that's, I'm saying? I'll tell you what. I'll treat you a lot better than the Jets will. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'll treat you. I'll give you the tough love the Mets have been giving. There you go. <laughs> that, there you go. I'll tell you those things are a lot better than how Wait, those but, things. But I guess that's that's a way to articulate like how just my perspective has changed. Like now I just. I don't care about rooting for brands of sports teams and being attached to, you know, things like that in that way. I still do have my soft spot for the Mets just because that's the first team that I was on. And that's something that me and my that dad had. That was my had. first team as well. That's mm. something that me and my dad really had from my childhood. And I grew up playing Little League Baseball, played for a team called the Mets, still have that uniform somewhere in my closet. Of course you do. You know what I'm saying? Of like course. He's Puerto Rican. What else did you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We out here. Wait, we out like here. like a Ridgewood. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, hot dog stands after the games. We hit that up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hell yeah, the Sabret carts. You already know. I know about the Sabret carts. (laughs) We used to play on Nickelback. True story. I never knew how to pronounce the word, so you guys just put me. Oh, you used to say you you say Sabret. I said it for a while too, so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I said it for a while too. (laughs) Sabret. Shout out out to RJ Barrett. (laughs) Yeah. So so you cannot get off the Mets. You don't think there's any time you could say I'm going to detach myself from the Mets. You know what it is? I don't think I could ever. Like, I'm thinking, what? I root for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I could never root for anything L.A. What if Trump bought the Mets? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm pretty... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm just... I already know. hate the Wilpons. It's probably why... You know what? Yo, but Trump's a lot worse than the Wilpons. <laughs> <laughs> Not for nothing. This is probably why God hasn't granted me an opportunity to work in baseball, because this is probably where... I'm just going to disconnect and just be like, you know what? I just think of it as work. But you so, will yeah, but to that, some point. Yeah. It will happen. But, that, yeah. but that's kind of where I am with a yeah. lot of things. Like, so I just, I like, with me, with it's, with well. me, it's like, yo, it's, it's, it's mostly work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that attachment to some things because I don't expect people to be loyal to me in the same way. Because it's like, yo, for the most part, a lot I of mean, people. you shouldn't expect loyalty from a team. Right. A lot of people. But, but, I don't. But, even but I still in, enjoy it. Even in general, yeah. majority of the people I'm working with, outside of like people like y'all, they're going to see me as like a dollar sign. At the end of the day, but or, see, or it's something that can get them to a dollar okay. sign. You know what I'm saying? Right, but that that doesn't that does, but but I, that I, that means like I'm not gonna work at a place and then all of a sudden I'm company man rooting for the brand or whatever. It's like yo, we have a working relationship and that's it. And we and we and build I'm fine it and with we that. Keep it going. But see, I also look at sports but with me, like that. It's like, but with me, it's like it's not. And this is where I'm at right now. It's not so much about the brand as much as it is the person. Who are the people working there? Like when people ask me, like, "Oh, what's the place that you want to work at?" I'm like, "I don't know. Tell me who the boss is in certain places." But the problem is, you, the problem is, you never truly. And we can say this about anything. You can never truly know all the people you're working right. with, yeah. and, and you won't. It's not You'll possible to. So, so, so then, so I don't worry about yeah, it. So then I'm like, I just be the best that I can. I can't worry about everybody. Look, you ain't gonna work in no utopia, not in this country, no. where there's a whole bunch of people who are not racist, Unless you make that yourself. aren't denying people of it opportunities. Move to Canada. For yeah. That. Unless you, that's a good point. Unless you're doing it yourself. Yeah, unless you're but doing it yourself. But a lot of times to get to doing it yourself, you got to work for some people. Sometimes people you don't like. And yeah. for free. Yeah, but for the yeah, that too. Yeah, but for the most part, it's like with me, it's not about the brands. It's about who's there and, you know, who's doing what. So I say all that to say, like, with the Mets, for example, uh, who's there? Who are the people that I'm supposed to be rooting for? You know what I mean? Like, see, I even root. with even with the Nets, I don't root for that team, but there are people on that team that I root for. 
I like Kenny Atkinson. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. That's what you know what I mean? Like, like, it's I've turned into it's like a little a bit different. Like, yeah. I actually root for Fernando Tatis, and I'm just like, right, Ooh, right, right. right. I, I root. I root for uh, Francisco Lindor. I talked yeah. about that on the show this uh, week. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you always you know, want, and you always want to see your people do good. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm being like, yes, Dexter Fowler, do it. Right, but that's where I'm kind of at right now. Right, and I'm a Chicago White Sox fan, but I'm a huge Tim Anderson fan right now. Right, yeah. That's where I'm kind of at. Where I'm like rooting for people. I'm rooting for individuals, and I'm rooting for. Not so much the brand. Like, I know people, like, going back to the Nets, I know people want to say, like, oh, you know, the Nets are doing everything right, so they're a lovable team, and they you want to root for them and things like that. And I'm like, I just don't see it in that way. Lovable. I just don't root for brands in that way. You know what lovable teams are? Lovable teams is code for it. They don't have a star. That's what that's code for. (laughs) A new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here, and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. And speaking of teams that are lovable, the New York Jets are not. So let's get into why Dexter might be out. Yeah, Jets fan. So for those that don't know, this week the Jets <laughs> decided, yeah, to fire their general manager Mike mm-hmm. McCagnin uh, after what was five seasons on the job. I think he got there in 2015. Yeah, uh, it was right after Idzik. So so five seasons on the job. I think so, four, five, five, four, five, four, yeah. five. Um, Selected by I believe Charlie Casserly was on that. Yes, that group. I, I'll ask Eric because Eric is the guest on here. You saw this. You're a Giant fan. Yeah. Organization that hasn't been as competent lately as they have been in the past. Right. Um, what was your reaction to the Jets firing? Uh, fire, let me also add, yeah. firing their general manager and then replacing him with a new head coach, Adam Gase, who reportedly had problems with him. So basically, the guy who McCagnin hired ended up getting him job, fired. Yeah. After McCagnin went through the draft. Yes, I was going to get yeah. that. Went through free agency. Yes. And they're in the middle of, what is it now, OTAs? OTAs. Voluntary Pretty much workouts. getting, yeah. What, did you, what yeah. was your reaction to this? I enjoyed seeing everyone's reactions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, scroll, oh, favorite. This is hilarious. Well, you're a I'm meme great. queen. So, I do. I love yes, you. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do enjoy watching it. Follow right. the Twitter for that. They're so good. Erica's but, one of my favorite follows. Aw. Truthfully. Yeah. yeah. That's a, he's trying. Get, he's trying to get back in your good side. That's true. So no, I've, I've told her that to her face. Her and like Rob Lopez yeah. are like two of the people I that are out there Rob. for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for him. Rob, he's friend of the so show. Good. Shout out to yeah. Rob. Yes. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed everyone else's reactions. I, I was looking at other avid Jets fans. Oh, F out of here. I'm done with this bitch ass team. I'm sorry if I curse. Sorry, <laughs> that, guys. That's fine. Oh, if you, the guys, lets do you, you guys curse? Yeah, yeah we, we already did it twice. Uh, you know yeah. what? Maybe I'm just so used to it that I didn't even. Nah, you can, <laughs> you, you, can you can say whatever yeah. you want. Okay. This is we not didn't a... we didn't use the curve when we was oh, in the okay. other place. Well, now yeah, whatever. Okay. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say awesome. whatever you want. Yeah, no, well, not every, whatever. But you but know. all yeah. the reactions, <laughs> and then I remember even Twitter had a specific section for it. What's like Jets meltdown? Meltdown. Um, <laughs> seen live on Twitter, and I'm just like, oh, it was genius. But I just want to know how that exactly came about. Like, it's still not full circle to me. Well, <laughs> to, a lot of people. well, to us either. Exactly. I think, I well, think. <laughs> the funny thing is, I and I, I bookmarked. And I didn't read. I was supposed to read an article that uh, a okay. friend of the show, Kimberly Martin, had wrote about the Jets' dysfunction. Because that's what it is. Jets have been dysfunction. Every For time seasons. you think they're heading in the right direction, they just drop like, what's back. His name? She was covering the team when it was even more dysfunctional. I saw yep. a good tweet. It was like, "What's his name that just joined the t- the." The, the player that just joined the Jets and they're like, what is he walking into? Le'Veon Bell? Thank you. Yeah. They're mm. like, oh my God, what is he walking into? Dysfunction. Uh, apparently the disagreement was over his contract. Yeah. That, Between Adam Gase, oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gase and Mike McCagnin. thought that McCagnin shouldn't have spent that much money his on a running eyes, back. His eyes been bothering me. He's so not just really a running back. Yo, him. Gase, you can't look, you can't yeah, look at him? Nah. He got he the crazy weird. eyes. Yeah. He looks Le'Veon Bell. Look, he yeah. looks creepy. <laughs> That's true. Le'Veon Bell's not just a running back, though. He's also a slot receiver. Yeah, you I know, agree. Like, First of all, 
I actually liked McCagnus' moves this offseason and pretty much his draft. Yeah. He had been spotty in that. We have to see how those players turn out. Yeah. Brian brought this up. Mm. How do you fire a guy? This is the highest level of incompetence. How do you <laughs> fire a guy? Yeah. After you made him do off all these offseason moves, he spent over $200 million in the offseason. Yeah. He went through the draft, and then you say, you know what? No, we fire you. You make the head coach interim GM because you know what? You can't bring anybody in. Exactly. Who's going to come in now to do that job? Oh, You're going to bring back Todd Bowles? You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> your first order business is going to be like, oh, all you have to do is cut down the, the help with the coach cut down the training camp roster? No. This is all you're going to do? I think it's a it's a complete joke. Yeah. I thought the organization was headed in the right direction. I yeah. thought they had been doing some things the right way. Yeah. I, I got fooled. What? I thought the other day when I heard this news, I said, yeah, I got to be like Brian. I got to be out. I got to be out. So yeah. what theories have you guys thought about this? Like, do you think it's something deeper? Like something sexual yeah. harassment well, related? Well, I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to speculate. You never I'm know. Not, I'm not going to wild speculate. Um, I'm not putting that out there into the universe. However, I did text you, yo. I'm not going to say what I text you, but so I did. I don't even remember them. what you texted no, me. No, but I texted you. I was. I, I, it was something along the lines of, did something happen? Oh, you said that, yeah. To that degree. Uh, where That's it was like, is there something like think. suspect yeah. going on that we don't know about? Because it was almost too random for me not to think. Like, was it something so- racial or something? Like, like, I don't. Uh, those are the only racial and football go. That's like, true. It goes hand in hand. I wasn't gonna say all that. It does seem. <laughs> we- it does seem. It does seem weird yeah. for this to happen. And let's also say this. I- I'm trying to put my- be careful about how I say this. The person who first reported this, okay, um, who covers the Jets and broke this, is known to have good ties within the Jets organization and kind of likes this kind of somewhat messy stuff. Ah, like they get off of it? Yes. Um, So I'm not surprised that this was leaked to this person first and they knew first because they're kind of that reporter. Okay. Um, So I wonder, it makes me wonder a little bit more about how messy it may or may not be. Because this really does come out of nowhere. It's really yeah. I've never seen you. You don't fire your GM after you oh, did God. all your offseason yeah. transactional moves, especially with a new head coach. By the with way, with a new yeah. head coach, like you fire him right after Dolphins, the season. Right? Yeah, thing. he was from the Gates Dolphins. was from right? the Dolphins. Yeah, okay. who I didn't care about that. Which which was also a, I didn't like that hire. But yeah, that's I was going to say to 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 a good amount of people that was a questionable hire in itself. And I now agree. he has even more power, which leads me to believe like yo. What was this a Jason Kidd type of power move? No, I don't think it was a Jason Kidd type of power move. It's a move that if you were going to fire McCagnin, who could you hire right now? Exactly. Who's going to come in and say, I'm going to take a job where I didn't pick most of these players? Who is available anyways right, right now? But why would, would you right. say? I mean, basically, yeah. if, you, if you didn't like the GM that comes in, it's one thing for somebody to come in at the end of the season and clean up the mess because exactly. the person could come in and say, well, you know what? I'm coming in. I'm going to have the draft. I have this offseason. Yes. I can make these moves. You're pretty much stuck with the roster the way it is now. Exactly. And Nobody's usually, coming to take that job. And you're usually bringing the new coach and the GM together. Right. Like, yeah. 90% of Nobody the Nobody was going to take that job. So they they basically had to give it to Gase. Now, maybe it was a power move. I'm not saying I didn't know, but I'm just yeah. my point I'm is. I'm just asking. My point we, is. We're just speculating. They didn't have another option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. That's my point. They yeah. didn't have any it other options. It was basically going to be him or like, I don't know, uh, Chris Johnson? <laughs> like. Who's gonna take this job? <laughs> like seriously, they could, they could literally. Lavernius Coles, I, where are you? Somebody, would, I get, you know, I guess there's always somebody that would take exactly. it. Right, Brandon they, they, Edwards, where you at? I'm just gonna right. start yeah, they'll naming post it on LinkedIn jets. tomorrow, That's and you I'm and I, say. you and I, are probably gonna apply. And we're like it at the so, at that. I mean, sorry to my employer, but they're probably going to pay more. So <laughs> that's just that's just is what, that's just is what it is. He's, jo- he's joking, guys. He's joking. Kind no, of. I I'll be honest about that. I'm trying to <laughs> save your ass. Hey, please, <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think I just think nobody was going to take that job. I think okay. it's a crappy situation. I think it shows extreme dysfunction. It's true. Or if there was something more that they're not being truthful to the public about, it, it has to come probably out even point. worse. Um, more importantly, uh, where do you stand? <sighs> ah, yeah. You see, it sucks ah, because you, you know, get the quarterback, you, know what? you get Le'Veon Bell, the defense looks pretty but good, I, you draft Quinn and Williams to be with Leonard Williams. Is it the Quinn uh, and Williams? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my thing is traded Darren Lee. I haven't watched much football in the last couple of years because mm-hmm. I've just been sick of everything going on around the sport, and so I don't. 
care as much. Yeah. I'm kind of disconnected. Disconnected to the point where I'm like, I could not really care about being a Same. Jeff fan. Yeah, it's I don't like, drop it. Yeah, the Knicks would it's, hit you harder, definitely. Yeah, if this yeah, was yeah. the Knicks, it would hit me harder. I've stuck with the Knicks. I've been through loyal to, yeah. yeah, a lot Everything. of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're looking up now. But, but the Knicks have had some lows. This is pretty high up dysfunctional low. I know it sounds kind of no, 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 I, I get it. Yeah. For the Jets, you mean. For the Jets. Yeah. And it's a good oxymoron too. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know what? I have to, this, this is what I'm going to say. This is where I stand. When we as fans see this kind of dysfunction, it kind of goes something Erica was saying earlier. You were saying you haven't been to City Field in a bunch of years. Yeah. For some reasons, when you probably disappointed the Mets, you didn't like what ownership was doing. You were like, "I'm not going to support this." Yeah. You know what? I'm bothers not giving you my StubHub money. So yeah. this kind of goes something Brian says. Yeah. This is one thing that bothers me about fans, and I'm gonna. It really does. Blind loyalty. Yes. Why are you blindly loyal yeah. if You're, this, you this, hate them. this team is screwing you over? Yeah, you wouldn't do it if like your spouse was beating you. Yes. I say this all the time to people. It is abuse. If you were in an abusive relationship, if you were in an abusive relationship as friends, and I and y'all were telling me, like, yo, man, it's not going good. Persons care about me. They're not treating me right. They're doing all this stuff. Leave. I'd be like, leave yo, I'd be like, yo, leave. Yeah. But if you're, you're a team, you'd be like, man, we haven't won in 20 years. They've mismanaged the cap. They've done this. They just fired their GM after the draft. You'd be like... They got a bunch you'd, be of like, you'd be like, yo, that team's yeah. got a whole lot of crazy. You need to run. It's true. What do we do? No, we're going to stay. We're going to be loyal. We're <laughs> going to show up that's and spend saying. more money. See, yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. And parking. Like... And cons- Why are we doing this? Why? Here's my thing. You can still be a fan of the team. Yeah. Stop showing up. It's true. Stop Don't get showing deals. up. So Stop putting owners. You you pop putting money in the owner's part in the pockets. You know what I think the Knicks would have been better a whole lo- long time ago? If a lot of people did, maybe what I did. Stop going Going. to the garden. It's true. If y'all stop giving them money, Dolan be like, yo, we got to change up. Yo, the final game, it was still the packed house. And I'm just like, wow, people are here. And the tank is real. I don't want to say that I believe in a tank. I don't. They're tanking. I mean, I obviously can't say that because I cover the team. But I don't think the tank is real. But here's the thing. All I'm saying is. There has to be accountability in any kind yeah. of relationships. And if you're not checking the person as the fans, if you're not checking the ownership, and I'm not coming at any ownership group, yeah. but what I'm saying is, whether it's the Knicks, it's the Mets, whoever, if the fans don't show up, owners are going to be like, they don't want, they want fans in the seats. But they should be fans in the seats for a reason. You don't want to come out to just see any old crappy product. I feel like that goes with the Jets fans, though. They don't show up. In December, November, when those, the, the past few seasons where mm-hmm. I've been there and I've been seeing it, those seats are dead-ass empty. The so I pro- feel like maybe that goes with an insight. The is problem it, with weather? the problem with football <laughs> is they get so much money on this PSL licenses, right? Mm. And people have already paid for those seats. So that's even, true. Even the times, well, yes, obviously you want people in the building because that's how you make money off concessions and all that other stuff. But those seats are still paid for, so the owners don't even care. These these football stadiums sell out all the day. They're selling exactly. out. NFL is doing very well in terms yeah, of ticket sales. Tic- exactly, this is in ticket holders as well. But why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we, we in these abusive abuse? relationships? Yeah. And all I'm saying is hold these teams accountable like you would hold the people that you guys say you love accountable. Right. You wouldn't be doing it if the sex was bad for so long. Could we go to one thing before we get out of here? uh, Brian does not watch the show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, He doesn't watch anything. I put it in a rundown just for you guys. You and I. We watch Game of Thrones. We watch Game of Thrones. So how pissed off are the the writers, are we? You see, let, let me let me take. Let Let me also say this. I don't watch the show because I think it's like bad or anything like that. I just... Never really got into that's the right. Show. I don't I bash people. Really I'm yeah. not one of those people. I like, even tweeted out when the season came back. I was like, yo, I don't really watch Game of Thrones, but I hope everybody enjoys it because I see that everybody I loves n- it. I don't understand the people who are like, oh, you don't oh, watch Game I've of Thrones. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Or, I've never seen was, an episode of a single episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Who asked you? Yeah, but, Nobody cares. Yeah, all, the people, all the people who volunteer like that. information. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like yo, like they have nothing to do with it, but they're like, yo. Excuse me. They're I'm like, yo, I hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it. oh, I never watched Game of Thrones because that, this, you know, was whack or whatever, whatever. I'm like, yo, I just don't really watch. I don't it. never it's understand. A TV show. I'll like never understand other- hating understand. on something that you don't watch. I don't understand the eagerness to let people know, like, yo, just looking I'm, for the retweets and the likes. That's exactly. Yeah, what it's like, for. yo, I'm a contrarian. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't watch the show that everybody watches. Like, okay. So then, what do you watch? The Wall. That's good. Watch what you watch. That's yeah, cool. That's I don't. I'll like, be like, but I also didn't ask you for all that. I'm like, I do like Game of Zones on Bleacher Report, though. That's that's much interesting. What exactly it's really is hilarious. that? It's, it's a Game of Zone. It's a Game of Thrones spoof with NBA players. With NBA okay, players. Cool. It's the best thing Bleacher Report does because they do other things that aren't so good, and they do other things that are great. So whatever. Okay. So this season, <laughs> Brian has set this one out because he has been watching it. Um, I am not as upset 
overall. Okay. Well, let me say this. I wasn't upset overall at the writing as some people were until until the last episode. Yeah. Oh, episode five pissed me off. I'm going to say this. Look, the last episode I watched of Game of Thrones was the worst episode I saw in the entire series. Wow. The worst yeah. episode in the I don't watch series. the show, but Yo, like the that's first a, episode when But I I've been hearing this though. Like uh, bro- okay, yeah. so my brother watches it, my mother watches it, my brother watches it with his girl. Like so there's the people there's it. people yes. my dad doesn't. My dad doesn't. <laughs> the, oh the same dad you want to tell us is that? <laughs> okay. Yes, but there's people sure. around me, there's, there's plenty of people around me that watch He's it, but they've all pretty much <laughs> this is true. They've all pretty much said and, and, and trying to figure out this out. <laughs> <laughs> but they've all pretty much said like the writing's been bad. Yeah. For for especially for this last episode. Like a lot of people I know are pissed. Well, yeah. Erica, you tell me what you I I cause I was not ha- I was Disgusted after watching that episode. D- uh, disgusted. Yeah. I was more disgusted about that episode than the Knicks not getting the first pick of the draft. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Because one was a yes. lot worse. Definitely. At least you still want something with the Knicks getting the third pick. I agree. Pick. Now, I'm, honestly, what episode five led me to believe is what the hell are they going to do on episode six, which is the final episode this Sunday. I want to know who who are they going to kill off that made no sense. Like Miss Sandy getting killed off, that made no sense. Cersei? The, one of the greatest villains. Like, right now, Joffrey's death is still above hers. <laughs> All right, so for, for, for the, I, I should have said this before, and I'll stop this oh, before we continue. For you people who have not watched Game of oh, Thrones and are like Brian and have pretty much tuned out to this conversation, if you do not care, <laughs> to, be, if you do not care to be spoiled, you can turn this podcast off for the next about seven minutes and then come back and hear the end. Uh, you, do that. <laughs> you do that. In the meantime... Um, I agree with you on one thing. Masande's death didn't bother me as much because yeah. it was a vengeance thing yeah. based by Cersei. That's a good one. The Cersei death. Oh. How corny was that? She went into hiding. And, and, just, she, oh. and then she goes down with Jamie and in the crypt and they die in each other's arms. It was very Romeo a, and Juliet it was, to me. Yeah, it was corny. Like it yeah. It was corny. You have this ruthless character. Who's, who's the bad been, queen. The bad, yeah. Right. And you do not have her have any kind of face off with the people who were trying to kill her. Yeah. Arya was wasted in that episode running through the city. Arya was Waste like 20 time. steps away from her. You're telling me, like, I mean, I think I would have been upset if Arya would have went down that way. But it's like, you know, whatever, go down with honor, kind of like um, the Hound did. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most exciting scene in the entire episode. That was what, I didn't have a problem with that combat. That was a great one because right. it's like brother and then you see him looking like Uncle Fester. It was crazy. <laughs> but anyways. Yes. There was one character who was, it's like, I think it's dark magic at this point. Which yes. Kept them alive. Sounds like a porno. No. Dark magic? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. You have problems. You have problems. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Your late night viewing is quite interesting. No, but he doesn't watch TV, but this is what he watches. I play video games at night, or I'm just working on it. So you're not with the Game of Thrones. Put you with the game of bones. Wow, that's what you do. Wow. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. No, first of all, but that was good. We don't believe you. You need no. more people. <laughs> no, we're just giving you a hard time. Um, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, intended. As, as that would do. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I look. The last episode so bad. So you're not as excited for the final episode. No, it took it all away. Like. And even at the same time, I try to be one of those people where, especially with the Battle of Winterfell, I was I really, love that episode, though. It was such a good episode, yes. but I feel like we didn't get enough Night King and Jon Snow, you know. It didn't feel balanced. That's fair. Exactly. But I don't really know, like, what are they going to do? Like, is Tyrion going to die? Who's going to sit on the throne? How long is this episode, too? Is it an hour and it's a half? Minute, it's a 90-minute episode. Here's okay. the thing. I like that we don't know who's going to sit on the throne for this episode. Yeah. I, that last episode took a lot of steam out of me. I'm not as excited for this episode. I'm not. Am I going to be there on Sunday watching? Yes. I'll still be there watching on Sunday because it's the finale. I'm I was going to say, this is, this, is this is the last episode. Like, I don't think I'll be watching any of the spinoffs. Apparently, HBO has like put in. Yeah, they're doing spin-off. a prequel. I'm That's not, confirmed for possibly to come next summer. I'm not bothering with any of that. Would you ever watch it, you think? I don't have the time. I have to finish watching The Wire, yo. That's my favorite show. That <laughs> Now, you want to watch a show from start to end? That is fantastic. Where are you in that show? Still I saw two. when you start. What? And then Game of Thrones started, and then when I was like, "Oh crap, let me rewatch it." And then I, f- off, I forgot about. I saw I on Twitter where you button. started. I think I commented to you, and I was like, "Very finally." So, I was so happy you were watching. Yeah, um, it's my favorite show of all time. Really? Yes, I, I've I seen think it's, it's like fantastic. Top three like shows of all time. Now Game of Thrones could have been that, but 
last now it's like Game top- of Thrones to me was like a B plus show, and this that last episode was so awful it took it down it to like terrible. a B minus. Yeah, seriously. Wow, that's how bad that episode is because I think it affects a lot in the series. I don't want to ruin too much stuff for people, but that we haven't ruined already, but. I just think it has a huge effect in the series. One of my coworkers, he read the books, and he's like, I refuse to watch the show. And I'm like, I understand the books. I understand that, because the books are also behind. And so, I understand that. And then the final book isn't even finished Finished yet. yet. So, right now, HBO, like, obviously, their creative section is the one who's finishing it all for us. Yeah. We don't really know how it's going to finish. Brian's like, I don't... But you know how Brian is in this discussion? It's kind of like how, like, when he talks about wrestling. That's how I am. Yeah, that's how I am. Me too. You know, also, you're not, you're not here for the wrestling. Okay. I mean, I didn't he told me somebody. That. He told me somebody died. I'm like, who? Oh, Ashley Mazzaro. That was unfortunate. I don't know who that is, but sorry, RP. Yeah. Don't know. She. Uh, I'm not getting into it. Yeah. Oh, shockingly. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I'm not, a, not, that's no, no, no. a shock. No, right. no, I'm just like I'm not like I'm not gonna. We're already at a point. Well, where it's like, uh, we will say rest in peace to Game of Thrones after yes. the final episode. I hope it's better. How do you th- who do you think is gonna end up on the throne? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm winning the poll at work. I'm the pool at work, by the way. I think you know what I. All right, first place. I I I think (laughs) I'm very impressed. I'm gonna try to say this without like, I think that the ending might be a little wire esque in the ending of what of of the Game of Thrones. In you can tell me how it ends. One of the oh, this is without telling you Zach Allen. So one of the themes in the ending wise of the wire is that everything continues. Right, okay. like we think that we're gonna get all this peace and stuff when somebody somebody new sits on the Iron Throne. When I think you're kind of gonna see, I think Daenerys yeah, is gonna sit on the new, throne, and it's kind of, of a new, yeah, can of worms, a new kind of rule where she has to rule with fear more than she wanted to with love, because to some degree Daenerys has gotten screwed over and betrayed by certain yeah. people, and I think now she's like, look, I need to rule with fear. And that makes logical sense to me, and that kind of continues the cycle that you already had before. Exactly. So I think Daenerys is going to sit on the throne, but I think she might have to make a tough decision. I think she might have to kill some people like Tyrion and Jon. Damn. Yeah, man. I think she might have to do that. You think she's going to end up killing them? Yeah, she might have to. I feel like Arya is going to kill her because she said, I'm going to... I can see that. But it's like there's a thousand theories, you know? Like, she's going to kill the queen. What is she going to do? So, I I, I mean, know. maybe I'm saying the theory that I'd like to see, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Are you like are you uh Snapchatting me or putting me on a story for? I don't Snapchat. Okay, first of all, I've God. never had Snapchat in my life. Thank God, I don't do Snapchat either. Snapchat's gone so trash, and now I was just sending to one of my group chats that I was just sending to one of my group chats because they asked me where I was at. Oh. So I'm like, yo, nobody will talk to you. Um, <laughs> what does be mean to? They uh, asked me. Yes. Uh, See, so what, that's your prediction. We really like. It. So who's gonna sit? I'm the young one. I, who's I gonna sit on the throne? I, that's why I'm gonna I be the punch I think that it's honestly a toss up between John or Tyrion. Is it gonna be this Arya chick that it's I keep hearing about? I don't think Arya's gonna sit on the thing. But she deserves to. She should. If you yeah. kill the Night King, you sit on the throne. Everyone was like this wilding out about her on my timeline, so she seems. I really dope. want the shirt. I don't know Arya. her. What the day? What the Jordan? So Jordan symbol? That's dope. Is this something that I should watch? Like like down the line? Like. I don't know what you like to watch. Oh, I do know what you like to watch. What shows do you watch besides wrestling? Uh, (laughs) Insecure. (laughs) What's Insecure? Oh, Insecure's great. Damn. Is that the other one on? um... It's on HBO, Half Hour Show, Issa Rae. I watch 30 for 30s. I watch Insecure. What else do I watch? I watch a lot of podcasts now, man. Joe Rogan, Joe Budden. Yeah, he doesn't watch a lot of television shows. Okay. Not that much. No. You should give it a chance. He just watches wrestling. But I I don't know if I'd be into it, though. I said watch a couple. I'm gonna say no. I I try to give give Sons of Anarchy a chance, and I couldn't get into. I never got into. Like The Wire is something that I do want to watch. The Wire is great because that that from what I've heard, that seems like something that I would. I could see you like that. I think you would like it too. Oh no, absolutely! I'm gonna just rewatch and just gonna start over. All right. We got it. We got to remember the episode one. Yeah, you got to start over. We'll yes. talk more. We got to get out of here. Uh, numbers. Numbers. Real quick. real quick. I told you 80 was going to be the best ever, and I love this list. So I'm just looking uh, at it. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That was weird. Uh, you don't know what I'm talking about, right? No. So basically what we do on our artwork is we put an athlete out uh, for the number, and we weren't doing this by the time you came on because I was 14. We started doing it in like the 30s. So basically for number 80, we have a whole bunch of athletes, all of whom are wide receivers except as a, a tight end there. And whoever we like is going to be on our work. There's maybe multiple people because 80 is, again, the most stacked ever that we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there, to me, to me, I, there's actually a clear-cut person to me, but it's really good. I think this is clear-cut. Uh, not for me, but I, I think I know who you're going with. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so we have. I'm just gonna read these quick. Chris Carter, Isaac Bruce, Steve Largent, Rod Smith, James Lofton, Andre Johnson, Donald uh, Donald Driver, excuse me, Irving Fryer, Kellen Winslow Sr., Eric Moulds, Wayne Corbett, Chris Collinsworth, Victor Cruz, Plaxico Burris, Andre Risen, and the person who I think you're going with. Jerry Rice. Yeah, it's funny. I've met a decent amount of people on this list, which yeah. is crazy. Too, like, honestly. there's a decent amount of people on this list I've met. Probably like half. Eric yeah. Moulds and Wayne Corbett were two of my favorite players when I was young. Honestly? Yeah, I've either met or been, you know, in some in kind of space. scrum interview yeah. space. It's a good, which is crazy. Um, I go, I'm going with Jerry Rice, man. This is the best. You think standalone Jerry Rice? I do. The reason why I asked that is because this list is so good. I'm fine if you want to put Chris Carter on there too. Not over Jerry Rice, though. No, <laughs> Jerry, but Jerry Rice is the eighty man. Right, right. This and, is but, true. But he yep. was, and, he, and the thing with Jerry Rice is when that he, he was doing. Like, he was yeah. doing. The, you know what he's like? No, he's <laughs> yeah. not in the same class. I'm not yeah. saying with. Yeah. Yeah. but he was. <laughs> but Jerry Rice was doing all that stuff like back then. Yeah, open and. You know, uh, rules weren't as geared toward the offense. Like I always keep that in mind when it comes okay. to certain yeah. things. So it's like he's, nah, a, he's he's the best football player I've ever seen. He's the best wide receiver so, yeah, for definitely. sure for me. Granted, Absolutely. I caught him late, but I've went back and looked at a lot of old stuff, and I looked at no, how he gets good. open on routes. I'm like, oh man, yeah, like, man, he's appreciating the which is also why I don't think Joe Montana's the best quarterback of all time. I think Jerry Rice had more to do with that. But anyway, that's another story. That's for another, another day. story for another day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right, Erica, we want to thank you Jerry for coming Rice. on and joining thank with us again. Uh, congratulations with all your stuff you're doing at the zone. Thank you. Um, and keep doing the keep doing the good work. I'll we'll see trying. how we'll see how Game of Thrones ends. I know. We'll see. Do you think you'll cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not crying over Game. I'm not crying over Game of Thrones. You're like you know. No. He's gonna show. cry tears of joy when the Knicks draft R.J. Barrett number three overall. That will not happen either. <laughs> but that's it. We'll see. If you cry over Game of Thrones, you can let me know. I will I'll be like yo. I did. I dropped a, a gangster tear. <laughs> A ga- see I like that a gangster tear sounds good to me alright yep. gangster tears out there people uh, <laughs> and remember uh, stop hating on the Knicks y'all just just don't hate there's no need to especially hate. now now there's no, the there's no, there's no need now it's not no the time to. like a couple years ago alright things were a little wonky no, but now just, it's like no yo they have the most mind your business live your life and, like. yeah and that's it alright so for Brian Fonseca and Erica Fernandez yep. of The Zone I'm Dexter Henry that's it for episode 80 of the A-Hunt Tell Podcast until next time subscribe do all that good stuff keep supporting us until next time y'all peace Thank you.